Hello, and welcome to Stealing the Remote. I'm Eli. Uh, I figured I'd mention my name in the recording this time. And uh, with me, as always, uh, up until now, at least, is the woman who suffered to give birth to this thing right here, my mother. Hi, and my name is Patricia, because we didn't mention that the last time either. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure if you wanted to be somewhat anonymous or if we... Should just go by Patsy. <laughs> okay, I'm Patsy. For for the absolutely fabulous fans out there. Um, now, today, um, I, I hope you're having a, a lot less terrible day than I am. Uh, I'm ill, so I'll be holding in any coughs and trying to edit out any disgusting noises associated with being sick. So, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're discussing uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition, uh, today. Uh, it took two nights, but we got through it. I, I dragged her by her hairs. So, um, yeah. Before we really, really dive into it, had you ever heard of Lex Luthor beforehand? No. No, I never had, no. Okay, so that's that's basically the limit of your, your Superman knowledge. His nemesis, meh. Okay, Kryptonite. Had you heard of that? Yes, I think so. I, I figured. It's, 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 it's in the first movie, isn't it? it, it not in Man of Steel, not in what we oh. watched. It, it's, it's probably... You mean the material, the green uh, yeah. stuff? No, but I, I, I mean, that part I could... Uh, relate to yeah, okay. I could understand that. I it's could. it's it's almost proverbial. So it's, yeah, I I figured you heard of it at some point in your life. Um, but beforehand, maybe I should explain why it took two nights because I found this one so boring. I fell asleep within uh, twenty minutes, and Eli tried to wake me for at least four times, and then we decided we'd better. Cut it off and wait till the next day. So um, the second night I stayed sort of awake, but mostly a lot better. I didn't give up at least in no. trying to watch. Well, you, and so. I didn't give up either. So I I watched it to, to the end, but it was um, it was uh, um, it dragged for you. Yeah. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah. So and and tedious. <laughs> well, maybe it, it 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 sort of hurt my heart because I, I I hold this yeah. one more. It's it's more dear to me than Man of Steel really is. So I figured yeah. if you were gonna like one more than the other, I would have expected it the other way around. Yes, I asked him, "Do you really like this movie?" And then he said, "It's one of my favorites." And I, it broke my heart to tell him. Well, um, I find it extremely difficult and quite boring. Yeah. yeah. No, and and I mean, I can understand to an extent because it is very inside baseball uh, that essentially refers to two people talking about baseball and us as two uh, non-sports, non-American fans. Uh, we wouldn't really understand what the hell they're discussing. Uh, and same goes for all the comic book nitpicky stuff that you simply wouldn't pick up on. Uh, that's in there and that oh, can be appreciated, but uh, the regular folk isn't gonna necessarily know it's even there. 
or just be plain confused by it. And we'll, we'll get to those segments, I'm sure. Because I, I have a lot of explaining to do, I feel. Yeah, it took me a while to understand that Ben Affleck was Batman. That that might have just been you being really, really sleepy. <laughs> Maybe. Because the first Maybe. That, that first hour, I, I do feel like you... Yeah, you slept through through most of that. <laughs> and I couldn't get used to the idea that Batman is the bad guy because he ought to save people and not be as gloomy as he was. But it was... Um, Really nice to see Jeremy Irons because I like him a lot. And he was the most interesting figure of all, I guess. I can't. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's that's not too bad. Like, I love Jeremy Irons in this. It's it's a really, really great interpretation of Alfred. Um, I, I would like to add a caveat. Like, Batman might not always be so villainous or murderous, but he is... Quite gloomy, I, I'd say. Yeah, but that's the Batman that I don't know. That because is I only know the old Batman with Robin, who was a cute guy. Yeah, well, Robin might have white. Robin <laughs> might have been a cute guy in this universe as well. We simply don't see him. Uh, <laughs> that's what I also didn't understand. Yeah, I it's... had to explain that one, but that's also an, a fairly overt reference to specific comic books that exist out there and if you know the mythology you're like oh my god they put that in there and if not you're just thinking okay that's a suit with joker graffiti on it wait what Mm -hmm. and i know that is jason todd the second robin who died because joker killed him and his suit is kept in a shrine by batman as a an ultimate (laughs) reminder of his of his ultimate failure really okay so, for me, that's a really great Easter egg that was spoiled in trailers, but still, it was <laughs> wonderful. But if you don't know that, it's hard to pick up on what exactly that suit means or why it's in there. Yeah, but it was a good thing we weren't in the cinema, at the cinema, but at home on the couch, because I had to ask all the time, explain this, explain that, I don't get it, I just don't get it, who's he? What she? She? I, I still don't know who she is. Yeah, I, I, I know. I didn't tell you, but we'll, we'll get to that. Because okay. you, you guessed pretty much everything you could guess. And I think you were surprised to hear that some of your guesses actually exist. <laughs> Simply. <laughs> They're not this one, but... Because so you, you, you first guessed Batwoman, then Superwoman... Uh, Catwoman and and Catwoman and and all three are are real characters. Uh, we're probably not going to see all of them in in the in the films, but uh, yeah, that those exist out there. But it's it's not this one. Okay. Yeah. Well, come on. But, Question number one. Uh, well, I, I was gonna uh, ask about uh, Batman, of course, and we we already mentioned that you're you're really only familiar with the 60s version which mm-hmm. uh oh god yes a lot Was of fans six i saw i saw it in the 70s it, just just <laughs> because we didn't have a television in the 60s yeah okay a little disclaimer she did not see it when it came out she's not that old people uh of course not 
No, no, just so they're not confused at all. Um, can't you hear she's a young woman in the prime of her life? Yes, I am. <laughs> Um, Just getting started. <laughs> oh, it, it, but that that Adam West series is is very much enjoyed by fans still to this day, and and mostly unironically. But it is unironically. Not, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah, it's it, 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 usually it can be enjoyed ironically. I'm very sure. <laughs> but, okay. um, and and I uh, I still haven't watched the movie or the show. I have watched the the animated sequel, which I enjoyed. It's it's a, it's a nice brand of humor. But it is a satire. It is not Batman as he truly was in the comics or as he is today. Um, so, so let's let's assume your your understanding of Batman is somewhat skewed by that being your only mm-hmm. uh, reference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's a bad guy. No. Gloomy. Well, he's he's pretty gloomy. Okay. He's he's a lot more. Depressed about his parents being dead than than Superman is, oh. and to be fair, Superman never knew his parents, but and didn't see him get shot in front of his face. But like Superman still has his mother. Well, he is. He is. Earthly That's the parents. most yeah. important thing about this movie. Oh, you know, your oh, mother. Yes. Your mother is the most wonderful person in the world, and you'll do anything for her. Yeah, you'll that... even. No, I won't say. It. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's a that's a, a joke between us. Well, let's <laughs> let's put it that way. To know. Um, <laughs> I'm still not sure what she's talking about, but um, no, that was the moment when you really got into it. Like, oh, mothers are important in this story. Yes, yes, they are. Um, but I, I Martha. I figured we just. Um, it's my second name. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it isn't. <laughs> but let's stick to, to revealing one of your names per episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, should we reveal who the woman was before we, we go in? Yeah, that would be nice. Yes. Okay, I that, see her right now, isn't she? She, she is on... Uh, on, the, on, on my, my background is still the, the uh, Justice League promo picture of them leaving the hangar of the... Presumably the Flying Fox. Um and that, that's Wonder Woman. Oh, didn't I mention her? You did not guess Wonder Woman. No, okay. no. She's, I, she's, haven't, I haven't heard of Wonder Woman. She, you, you, I, I, <coughs> I had hoped you'd know her as a feminist icon from the 70s. She, you were around in the 70s. Never heard of her. Yeah, she was sort of claimed uh, as, a, as a symbol back then. But okay, well... It's a, it's a shame. Now, now you know she is Diana Prince, uh, Princess of the Amazons, Wonder Woman. Okay. And what did she do at World War One? Uh, it was a ridiculous picture. <laughs> well, uh, her being half naked in World War One. Nineteen eighteen. Well, I doubt anyone would really dare say anything about it to her because she had a sword and everything, but. Okay. Let's let's wait for the Wonder Woman movie, which comes out in June, I think, and then you'll have your answers about what she did in World War One. Um, but being in my generation, a half-naked woman can't be a feminist, you know. That's that is, I think, a, a bit of a, a shift. Twenty-first century uh, 
ID. Yeah, and it, it, that emerged later on that there wasn't necessarily a correlation between how you dressed or, or and, and being feminist. Even so, more so, like it's the case that you you are we argue these days that you should be able to dress out of the fuck you like precisely because you're a feminist and if you don't want to dress half naked that's all fine just the same but it shouldn't matter that's that's not very related to the movie to be fair so so shall okay, we just but you were talking about feminism in the 70s yes yeah. feminism, feminism in the 70s meant uh, not shaving wearing um, overalls don't wear bras, don't look good, to say the least. Yeah, d try, d don't, don't try to... Maybe I'll upset a lot of people out there, but that's what no. feminists were when I was young. No, and that's fair, it's just simply not, not all that the movement has, has come to stand for, and it's, it's an understandable uh, expression of it. Yeah, it has become a cliche, of course, because that's what people think of when they hear the word feminist, and that's sort of why they ha sometimes have a bad name with people, because they're like, oh, I, I don't want to be associated with that, and that shouldn't hold you back, uh, all the people out there who don't consider themselves feminists. Um, but yeah, that that certainly was a thing, and it's, it's fair not to uh, want to uh, com uh, conform to such beauty standards as a woman, like, you don't have to and you shouldn't feel like you have to. Um, but we're getting really off topic. Okay. So <laughs> tell me, who's Wonder Woman? Um, well, you, you, you met her in, in the movie. She, um, and, and we'll get her origin story in another movie, as I said before. So I, I can't tell you too much, I guess, because that would take a while, but she's, uh, she she is the first uh, female superhero to get her own movie directed by a woman, which I also can't think of any other superhero movies uh, from the top of my head who uh, directed by by female directors. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. But um, that that is going to be an important milestone, I think, uh, upcoming. But okay. Yeah. But she was the woman who was all, all the time around at the party and uh, with the beautiful dresses. Yeah, and the that, that you liked. You yeah. you were very happy about almost all of her outfits. Yeah. And I, I she agree. She was dressed great. Were, yeah, the stylist certainly did a great job. Um, I figured I'd just sort of talk you through the movie Okay. Uh, trying to explain as much as I can, and uh, in turn you can just cut me off at any point and go, I didn't understand that what happened there, and I'll try to say uh, uh, something very logical, Okay. and you'll try to understand, and something I'll along try. those lines. I'll do my best. Uh, so we, we start off with uh, the funeral of the Waynes, you... you Get the casket and the little boy runs off and mm -hmm. he's called Master Wayne. So we're introduced like, okay, that's Bruce Wayne. Well, we don't know he's Bruce yet, but we'll find out. Then that is intercut with the crime alley with his parents being shot. The same is that young Bruce, kid. Is, Bruce, is Batman always called Bruce Wayne? That is his real name, yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know. There are some some alternate timelines and universes where it's someone else, but he is Bruce usually Wayne. Bruce Wayne. That is the original Batman. Yeah, I didn't know that. Clark Kent, uh, I knew, but well, you knew more about Superman. That's that's okay. Like, um, well, and he falls in the cave, and he is surrounded by bats. Yeah, I that I didn't get. I said to you, what are these things? I thought they were butterflies, and then I thought, oh, hold on, this is Batman. They're probably bats. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't get... You did figure it out. Yeah, but why he became Batman, I didn't get. I mean, the bats, he, he started to rise to heaven. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Through the bats, and then he was suddenly this... Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a very conscious decision, I think, after uh, three movies uh, setting Batman up from the, from the beginning, from his origins, to skip all that, assume the, the bigger public generally knows his origin, and just... Yeah, it's 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 what happened. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm it's not you. I'm not a bigger public. Sorry, I'm not, special. No, the yeah. Well, most <laughs> audiences. Special needs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're the special needs audience, but I'm yeah. here to to accommodate you. Yeah. Um, Please do. Uh, so, um, well, that that dream ends, and and we head into to Metropolis, uh, back to the end of Man of Steel, where everything's exploding and falling to crumbling and uh, the 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 scene you you keep referring to is 9/11 essentially um, that all takes place so we we established that Bruce is, has a problem with uh, <laughs> Superman as basically coming to earth and destroying everything and then we skip forward 18 months uh, to the Indian Ocean where they uh, dive and find that uh, that giant green rock of kryptonite, and we're introduced to that. Oh, and then we were in Africa. Then we were suddenly in in Nairobi, Africa, uh, where everything also went went really really wrong. Um, so uh, we were introduced there to to Jimmy Olsen, very very briefly, who's get gets shot. He is supposed to usually be the reporter that's like Superman's best friend, but he, in this franchise, he's sort of uh, just used as a throwaway gag. Like, hey, now he's gone. So some some fans were not so happy about that. Let's let's put it that way. But he was this FBI spy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Usually he's just a photographer. Okay. So it might have been just an FBI agent using his name as a cover, but. Oh. That is wishful thinking, hoping that Jimmy Olsen, the actual one, will come back sometime in a future Superman movie. But yeah, fans weren't too pleased, I don't think. And then we skip to the introduction of Batman. We go to the the scene with the the girls in the cage that are have been freed from this this criminal and the police discovering them. I'm just staring oh, at you to yeah, see yeah. if you remember what the hell I'm talking Yes, about. yes, yes. And then we saw Batman for the first time and then I fell asleep. That may very well be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that might have been the, the point. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't get into it. It was so confusing and it was... 
it was I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's I'm all sorry. still still set up at, at that point. So, um, yeah, since, it took a since long you time. don't, since you're not the type to get really uh, hooked by the action or anything, that is just more boring setup to you. So, I I, I can see why. And I'm just well. I when I first saw the theatrical cut, uh, theatrical cut at least I had like a year and a half of build up to this movie finally coming out maybe even more and I was immediately hooked in just by seeing the Wayne murder so visually beautifully done so it's it's a different way of getting into it and you had a long long week so I don't blame you ah oh, thank you I do blame you. Thank you. Uh, um, then we go to Lewis's apartment. She comes home from Africa and the, takes a bath. And you you inquired if Superman was able to have sex with humans, which was... In the bath. Well, I'm not saying the bath is a good place for for having intercourse. No, it's, it's not even. But he's, he's super, I guess... Apparently he, he's yeah, able but it, to... it didn't come to it because she sent him away, yeah. Were you dreaming? That's what I saw. She said go away because that I didn't get either, by the way. I'm pretty sure she said you're gonna flood the bathroom. Yeah. And he continued and she did not stop him. And and we get a shot of like his glasses on the floor, and that's the end of the scene because we can't show sex in a movie. Imagine that. That's America. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get it. Well, she she because didn't... here in Europe you see the you see <laughs> what they are doing. I I'm used to seeing what happens. Yeah, and in, in, my in, imagination is not. <laughs> in, in European cinema, not seeing Amy Adams's boobs means they're not having sex. I get it. I no, get it. because what I remember is she's sitting. Uh, she she sits in the bath, and uh, because this is what I didn't get that suddenly everyone was against Superman. Because of this Africa thing, and she also doubted him, and and she sent him off. Maybe they had sex before that, but I didn't get it. Uh, well, okay, so we we did have the the Africa incident um, where they burned bodies to make it seem like Heat Vision did it instead. Yeah, of that's what you explained later. I I, I that. mentioned that because you you didn't really connect those two. No. Um, you you can just imagine in the theatrical cut, the flamethrower was cut out. So people were really like, why is the whole world thinking that Superman killed them with bullets? Which doesn't make sense. Oh. But, so we had to kind of fill in the gaps by ourselves. For the stupid people, and I didn't get it. So I must be stupid, stupid. Okay. I'm I'm not going to argue against Thank that, you. but that's not Thank what you. I said. No, but I, now now it's put in there, and you should be able to to yeah. understand that. Yeah. Uh, oh well, you you were tired. Like once we get into the second half, you're gonna. By the way, the senator was that Holly Hunter? That was Holly Hunter. Yeah. So was it acting, or is she always the uh, thing? The thing. Well, um, because in the piano she doesn't speak. 
So I don't know. I don't how know she her well enough. Normally. I wouldn't know. I, 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 I presume she, like, learned an accent at least, or she's cast for her accent in this role, but. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know why she, she'd ever. Maybe have a lisp. Have, have a lisp in, in, uh. <laughs> not everyone from Kentucky has a lisp, I don't think. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong again. I've uh, never been there. I don't know. <laughs> I I doubt it. Um, but yeah, she she lives in the bath. Mentions that there were earrings and that people uh-huh. think Superman uh, shouldn't have gone there. And, and yeah, later on it's it's mentioned like the the whole every act is a political act. So this state level intervention, him crossing borders and going flying across the world and intervening in political matters because the government is supporting the the uh, government over there and not the rebels and he is messing with that conflict mm-hmm. so uh, that that is what causes the whole the whole uproar then still still alternating between uh, Superman and Batman essentially then we go back to uh, Alfred and the Batcave and we see that for the first time and we get the whole uh white Portuguese thing, like this, uh, someone who's trying to bring a dirty bomb into Gotham. Um, and, and not until much later do we find out who or what the white Portuguese is. Um, it was and, a ship. Yes. Yes. yes See, you I got were, that. You were more awake the second half. I told you. <laughs> uh, and, and we, uh, yes, but for instance, what I did like about this movie was this scene where uh, Bruce is going to, uh, when when he's searching for this uh, white Portuguese, when he still thinks it's a human, uh, this boxing, this, this free fight thing where people are mm-hmm. boxing, free fighting. I hate it. I just hate it. I don't want to see things like that. It's too violent and, and it's, it doesn't add anything to the story. It's just for sensation. And it's exactly uh, what I hate about these movies. And there's a, there's a later scene where I said to you that this, this is so stupid. It looks like a, like a computer game. All these games I hate also. <laughs> these, these soldiers who are killing each other. Nobody knows why. And, and then it turned out to be a dream. So I thought, well, they could cut it out also, you know, all this. Yeah, and I'm... I'm violence. That, that is, it's fair that you don't enjoy violence, and uh, there's an argument to be it's made that you don't enjoy... It's a good thing to not enjoy violence. Exactly, that is it's what I'm trying to say. It's sick just, to just enjoy violence. Just let me finish that sentence. <laughs> there's an argument to be made that it's, it's, it's better not to enjoy it, like, even, even if it's fictional and... and I don't like that, The Sopranos. But... I don't like Tarantino. I don't like this kind of violence. I just don't like it. Yeah, we're still Makes probably going to watch Tarantino sometime. I've already seen it. I just don't All like it? it. No. Exactly. <laughs> just give me a list. One is enough. <laughs> no, it's not. Like oh, The dialogue is so good. Um, that is what you watch Tarantino for. Not, not the violence, but... But you, you were getting ahead of the entire film a little. So we'll, we'll get to those scenes and I'll try to explain why I think they do add to the story while they do uh, fulfill a function. 
and they're not just sensation. Of course, you could make ac every action sequence a whole lot shorter, but yeah, okay, then we just get into some spectacle is expected, and that is what a, a large part of the audience is coming for, because uh, the, the general public, again, will likely just come out for, ooh, Batman's gonna fight Superman, I wonder who will win, and that is not what comic book fans are coming for, that is not what regular people, like, yeah, it's, it's, spectacle is, is unfortunately a part of the genre, I, I can't help with that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, okay, so, so Alfred is there in, in the Batcave uh, to establish that this whole Bat branding thing is new. That Batman might seem like a really bad guy, but that, that is weird even to his, his, his butler, his help, his whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, he's warning him. Exactly. He's telling him you're getting too violent and you're getting too bad, Batman. Yes. Hey. But bad, Batman. Yeah. Bad, Batman. Bad. Uh, that just reminds me how we <laughs> don't raise our dogs very well, but <laughs> um, and and he relates that to to uh, Superman coming to Earth and that being confronted with that level of power has made him feel very much powerless. And uh, yeah, that's that, that's Batman. what you explained to me because I didn't get that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were sleeping through half of the dialogue because it's literally said. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. And and I'm not going to quote the entire scene because no, I could. Don't, That's don't. the problem. That's the problem with me. <laughs> okay, and then we're introduced to our third main character, I guess. Uh, we go to LexCorp, to the old basketball court, and um, Lex Luthor explaining how his, his dad was waving daisies at tyrants and, and East Germany. You are really asleep. You're you're looking very surprised right now. A basketball game? I didn't see that. Uh, he game. he threw one one basketball through through the. It wasn't a, it wasn't an entire game. He just it's just like ooh look at this guy having a really hip basketball court in his office space, and then we went into the lab and he was like hey look what kryptonite can do with Holly Hunter. I just saw the stupid haircut. <laughs> And and I don't. I'm sorry. I mean, he's probably a very good actor, but I only thought, what is what a what a wimp. That is what? fair, and it is his role. Okay, I I hope so. Well, I, I hope I, he I, was acting, but I, I, I imagine I was, there's some of him in that role. But I was very uh, much uh, distracted by his looks. So I didn't see the basketball. I'm, so, I'm really <laughs> sorry. But his, yeah, was, he was talking about Eastern Germany, and then I thought, well, um, this is ridiculous. I've been to Eastern Germany a few times. This guy hadn't. I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a line that is sort of weird to me still because I get I, I understand what they're trying to get at, but I I'm like, wait, which dictator type of person in eastern germany like that's i i wouldn't know i simply but Amer that's americans americans in history yeah i was yeah. about to say um <laughs> well, well let's Sorry. not get into that um uh so he uh tries to 
basically get get an import no, license. No, that's mean, by by the way, because Americans and European history. Because I don't know anything about American history, except for the Civil War. Yeah, that's that's and the Korean fair. War. I, I try to get Vietnam into some, war but that's all world history. Afghanistan War and Iraqi War and all the wars. Mo- most wars. of the modern wars in, in the past century. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's not make this a political podcast. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I love it. It's my um, age. Don't not mention your age. Now, I don't. Now they know they li- that you lived through most of those. Not the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> and not the Civil War. No, I wasn't born then. <laughs> oh, no? Oh, oh. No. Must no. be a different Civil War. Um, <laughs> no, um, and he first mentions metahumans. Like, there are others like Superman. Which you probably missed. I'm Who guessing. said that? Lex, to the senator. Yeah. Yes, that's what I heard that, but Good. I didn't get it. <laughs> it it'll come back. It all comes back. Okay. Okay. Then he, he proceeds to uh, negotiate with this other uh, government official who knows the the guy who puts the candy in his mouth. Like you slept through that. You what? After that meeting, Holly Hunter walks away and some other guy stays behind. Yeah. And he, and he says, says, step he into wants, my office, which isn't an office. He wants to have the ship. Yeah, he wants yeah. access to the Kryptonian scout ship. Yeah. And he wants Zod's body. And, yeah. Yeah. And then he puts candy in the mouth of the other guy. Oh, candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you miss her candy. Cherry okay. taste. Yeah, it's cherry. Cherry taste. Um, and the stupid guy takes it. Yeah, well, he's... he's it's, 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 what kind of official would do that? It's it's uh, well, it's creepy. Yeah, it's it's being forced into something. But you, I think you're expecting too much of a spine on a government official. Let's let's not forget what politicians are like. Okay, we won't get to talk. About <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, or or our national politics, for that matter. Um, so uh, that then immediately we cut to him entering the ship and him getting Charlotte's body and cutting off fingerprints, which of course all comes back later. All, all How was he doing that? Yeah, you were asleep when the fingerprints came no, back. No, I wasn't yes, asleep. I saw him cutting, but I didn't. Get no, to yeah, you were. You, you were. You, you were awake when he was cutting them off. You weren't awake when he used them. Oh. But we'll get to that. He looks to me at me very lovingly now. I always do. I always do. That's that's the one one kind of face I have. Uh, and then we meet Wallace Vernon Keith, the guy with no legs. Oh yeah. That we've seen in the Yeah, but that I recognized. I said that was the guy in the beginning who was under the building and we yeah. saved him. Hey Exactly. And they even have a little newspaper re re Enforcing that, and that's the same guy, and he spray paints false god on the Superman monument. Yeah. Okay, and then Clark uh, sees that, and he's sent to Gotham for a story, and he hears of the bat as well. And that is the, his, his first, like, oh, that exists, there's some vigilante out there. Okay. And it was still building up a story, you know? It was yeah. really tedious. It, yeah. Takes a while, I'll admit. And what I just couldn't relate to is that all of a sudden everyone was turning against Superman 
um, because all the media were talking about him not f uh, being obedient enough to the government and just doing whatever he likes. Yeah, that that is yeah, something people don't like. Fair enough, but they're trying to place him in a realistic world. So once we're confronted with someone who can do those things, do we just say, okay, he must be perfectly good as well. Everything he does just so happens to be the right thing. He's a good guy. He only does good things. He saves Which, people. Well, he, but, he flies to Mexico to save some people and comes back. Yeah. And I, I mean, we know that, but you can't just assume that will always be the case. So that's sort of where it comes from. Like, you don't know he's always going to do the right thing. He's just, well, he's not just a human, but he's, he's, he's only a person. He's Superman. He's a good guy. He will always do the good thing. But that is blind faith. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot you're Catholic. Never mind. Um... Then we're finally at the underground fight, uh, underground fight club, uh, which you uh, love, love, love. What the, what that very brief, might I add, uh, fight scene, uh, establishes is that Bruce Wayne can win a fight with just your bare fist by whispering one single piece of strategy in the ear of the one fighter. Huh? We, See his guy get knocked down. He yeah. gets up. Bruce Wayne whispers in his ear. And he wins the fight. So, if okay. you... Yeah. So, that's that's just there to get like, okay, this guy must be pretty good at this. Okay, that's your interpretation. Well, that's... What else can you get out of it? They need a few men to fight to please the audience. Well, if you don't have a reason for him to be in the scene at all, it would just be like, oh, he happens to run into the guy with the, the Russian guy with his phone at a bar. And there's, yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't get the scene. Okay, move on. I uh, didn't get a lot of things about this movie. Um, okay, so he clones... Uh, the phone of, of Anatoly Konyaisev. Yes, I know the name. I'm sorry. He's, he's a character from the comics as well. He's usually referred to as KG Beast. <laughs> okay, I, that I, I can you, relate to. You yeah. like that? Okay, yeah, good. Okay. Good. Okay, so we, we go back to Clark because we keep switching back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, Clark wants to do an article on the bat because he just heard about it and he's like, oh, vigilante, this isn't good and people are scared and yada yada. So why didn't he know that before? Do, do you know everything that's going on in every city? No, but I'm not Superman. He is Superman. Superman. Sh Superman. Superman. We're, we're talking about Superman today. Superman, yes. <laughs> because my English teacher told me we, wouldn't, we shouldn't say suit, but shoot. Not shoot. <laughs> that's a bad example. <laughs> that's a really bad example. <laughs> That is called yard dropping. Shoot. I've heard of it. Shoot. You mean things like student and student? Yes. Yeah, yes. that's, that's so yard dropping. Do you have a new suit? But not shoot. <laughs> shoot. Shoot. A suitcase. Shootcase. 
I'm not sure that so goes we with every S word. I think that's a different thing. Never mind. Okay. I'm doing Holly Hunter. He's Superman. <laughs> oh. It's not that funny. <laughs> no, no. I, I just laugh to make the people at home think like it's, it's actually funny what we're trying to do here. Oh. I have to keep up appearances. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. And I thought it were, this was a serious... Oh, yeah, it's a very serious review, uh, review. movie analysis podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. I hate talking about movies. You know that. Do you? Yes, I do. Usually I do, too. But these are movies I sort of have had time, I guess, to think about. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not giving you, I realize. But then again, if I gave you time to think about them, I'm sure you would forget most of it. I'm not. No, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad you didn't finish that. By the way, I saw a great movie today. It was still in that still is in my head. And so. it, as it should be, you you went to Manchester by the Sea, which yeah. is, is is little brother Casey, a magnificent actor, a Absolutely. magnificent movie. He should have gotten an Oscar. Are the Oscars even out yet? I don't know. I'm um, pretty sure Casey, the ceremony hasn't been yet. But Casey's. Much, much better than Ben. I hate Ben Affleck, by the way. That, yeah, uh, we, my we son apparently so, but, likes him, but well. Well, I mostly know him from this movie because I haven't, I still haven't seen Argo or The Town or any of his movies. But generally, I know that the fan base was eventually pretty glad. Everyone hated him at first. I'll admit that. There was a lot of I, backlash to his casting. But. Yeah, I wouldn't cast him never to be a Batman. No. Well, then again, who would you cast? You don't know anything about Batman. Um, let me think about it. Okay, okay. We'll come back to this. Yeah. Like, at the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll remember to ask you who, who you'd cast I as cast? Batman. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Louis Lane uh, interrupts the, the meeting with, with uh, the people from the newspaper and she says, hey, look at this, it's a bullet and it's weird and let me go to D.C. Um, and Barry says, okay, go to D.C. Coach. Exactly. You, she wasn't asleep all the time. I, I'm that not was trying to make it seem like that. a funny dialogue. Quite yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barry White is, 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 it was written, written very well. And Superman is angry because she didn't tell him. Oh, he's a possessive guy. Yeah, he's trying to protect her because she's digging up snakes and that's dangerous. And like, come on, she's a reporter. She was at the Arctic when you met her. Like, hey, hey, hey! But you don't... had to save her in Africa. Yeah. He always has to save her because he knows he he when she goes there, he probably has to save her again. You know, that, maybe that he's just... getting tired of <laughs> he's, he's saving just... her all the time. <laughs> It's just lazy. Like, it's fine that you're doing your dangerous job, but I have to come in and save you every time, so don't. But no, at least in these movies, she has, like, some professional capabilities, and she's more than just, hey, she's there to be saved. She's also there to be saved. I am not a woman. I am a journalist. Yeah, I'm not a lady. I love it. Um, Which was a little on the nose, but still, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Then uh, Clark has to go to the the library where he, uh, the benefit for the Library of Metropolis, which um, 
Barry tells yeah. me, like somebody asked specifically for you. I saw it you. twice, and the second time I, I, I understood why he was there, because he was invited. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's Batman. That was. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that now. We go back to Batman, who uh, is. Uh, what am I saying? Oh, also invited because Alfred talk, says you don't have to fight yourself in there. You are invited. Oh yes, exactly. But that's later on. First, we have the senator going back to Lex in oh, yeah. his dad's room and uh, her mm-hmm. saying, "I, I." Not giving you a license to import that that weapon because uh-huh. he's pretending it's a silver bullet that you never have to use, and she's like, "You're totally gonna want to use that. It's not just a deterrent." And uh-huh. the the eternal infamous line: uh, "Take a bucket of piss and call it Granny's PhD." Um, hey, and that comes back. Yes, it's all hey. foreshadowing. Uh, I saw it. I got it. Very good, very good. <laughs> then we have the the first dream with the uh, monster coming out of the grave of Batman's mother. He's visiting the the sort of oh, mausoleum where his parents are. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole scary thing comes out, and he wakes up, takes a couple of pills, swallows them down with a really expensive brand of wine. Chateau Margaux, nineteen forty seven. Which That's you, what I see, you know, because I have knowledge. Yeah, that that you realize really quickly, and I was like, "How did you read that?" But we we each have different uh, ways of, <laughs> of watching. Yeah, we, we no, focus on different things. Details. No, it was so obvious because they zoomed into it. It was it was um, you had to see it. They wanted you to see it. Yeah. Okay. The 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 shot focused in on it, but mm-hmm. I'm just too lazy to read, apparently. Or not quick enough. He don't drink wine. Uh, that must be it, too. Like, even if I read it, I would not think, oh, I know that. That's the really expensive type of wine. I'm just going to assume that's probably a really expensive type of wine because it's Batman and he's a fucking billionaire. Maybe we can take a little side path. I can explain to you why I recognized it. Because in my time, back in the last century... The 1800s? (laughs) There was a very famous model called Margot Hemingway. She Mm -hmm. was the granddaughter of the great Ernest Hemingway. Mm -hmm. And her name was spelled not Margot, M-A-R-G-O-T, like normally, but it was spelled like M-A-R-G-O-T. A-U-X, like the wine, because it was the really expensive wine Hemingway liked to drink. And that's why his granddaughter, I don't know why he named his granddaughter, but that was the story. Her name was spelled like that because the grandfather liked this wine. And that was the first time, and probably was 13 or so, uh, that I heard about this wine. And since then, it's in my head. That's how my head works. Okay. I, I, I have a mind to re- to remember s- little details that are so not important, but... Anecdotes are lovely. Like, that's what they're for. That's why they stick in your... So, around. Chateau Margaux is very expensive. In 1947, was a great, great, great... No, 1947 was, I guess, not a great year, so there are very little bottles of wine from that ah, year. Ah, of course, of course. So, at that day, it was already uh, hundreds of dollars worth. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I've learned something about wine that I'm never going to taste. Uh, no, me neither. That, that me is... neither. And Margot was really, really famous because she had these big, broad eyebrows in the time where everybody had eyebrows like Twiggy, being no eyebrows, really thin, you know, mm. pulled out like, everything. Yeah, and like, she was the first who had like this Like my little great, brother. Like... Um, <laughs> he, he plucks a lot of his eyebrows. What's her name? Um... She got famous as as at at the age of thirteen. Um, we'll come to that later. Mm-hmm. Where's my phone? I have to Google her. No, we're not going to Google. We're going to sit here and not know it. It's so nice. Maybe we can we can think of it ourselves. Yeah, that was a movie quote. It's a reference that probably not very many people are going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can win a prize if you get it. Yeah. If you're telling us which movie. I'm not even sure of the title myself anymore. <laughs> Uni. Okay. We'll, we'll check your answers anyway. If it turns out to be the right answer, you win. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, but that is the most pretentious. Good movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was with uh, Adam Driver as well. Mm-hmm. Little hint. Um Adam Driver, who's Adam Driver? Patterson, the movie we're still going to see. That's yeah. that's Adam Driver. Yeah, but you say it's Adam Driver and the movie I mean. Yeah. With the quote. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's even the one who says it. Yeah, but he's not in Batman, is he? No. Oh, <laughs> I thought... No, he's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... I didn't see him in the Batman Superman thing oh. yesterday. Anyway, if I ever get a daughter, I know how, how I can name her the most pretentious way possible. That is that is what I take away from this story. I would have never invented uh, Margot with E-A-O. A-U-X. E-A-U-X. No, no. A-U-X. G-A-U-X. Oh, I would throw in an E just no. to be more pretentious. But that's me. No, if you throw in an E, you would pronounce it Marjou. Oh, of course, français, I. Yeah? And this is why I didn't pick French in high school. I, I just. <coughs> you weren't at high school. You went well, to the. <laughs> Mom, that is going to translate even even worse. Even worse, yeah, I know. I just wanted to. Um, um, let's let's suffice it to say that our our equivalent of high school is is at a somewhat higher level. Than most high schools. Yes. Okay. Now that we're we're glad we got that point across, we love. I like, think love I think you. a lot of our educational system, because I'm part of it. Sorry. Don't make sounds. Come on. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's because I'm scary. Mm-hmm. No, it's because now I understand you're putting it out on the net. And people can actually hear this. I didn't know that the first time. <laughs> you thought I was going to listen back to it myself forever. No, I couldn't imagine any, anyone would like to listen to a conversation like this. <laughs> oh, don't, don't feel too bad. There are still very, very few people who actually want to listen to this crap. But oh, and I thought there were thousands. Not yet. But, oh. but eventually, if we they keep will. this going, they should. Yeah. Tell all your friends. 
Where was I? <laughs> at the party about for the library. And then he goes down and he wants to get all this information. And then this woman, Wonder Woman, yeah. comes out for the first time. Did you recognize her already? Uh, yeah, because if you, if you re-watch it, um, you, the, the camera focuses in on her quite a bit. Yeah, but I, sure, I saw So you get a lot of shots like, hey, this is her, and, and then she's passing through in the background, and yeah. Lincoln, Clark and Bruce that are talking, woman is, continuously, yeah. Yeah, of course, that, I get that too, this woman will play a role, but I didn't know she would be Wonder Woman, and I'm... Oh, Wonder- I, I knew because I watched the trailers, and I knew Wonder Woman would be in the movie, but... Okay, okay. that's why. That, that is why. If I knew nothing going in, then I wouldn't have guessed necessarily that's Wonder Woman, I wouldn't have known. Okay. Because I don't know what actress is going to play who if I don't know anything, but that is a weird hypothetical. Okay, so we have that entire scene. She she gets the whole... Uh, I thought that was it. a nice scene because uh, Alfred is talking to Batman mm-hmm. in a, with a common era thing. Yeah. But super, Superman hears Sh- it. Superman. <laughs> He hears it because he has this perfect hearing. Super hearing, I would that say. That was really good. I like that. I'm glad you like that, that. I could relate to that. Yes. Yeah. And we got the first meeting between the two, which also further establishes, like, Clark is against the bat, and Bruce is like, you don't know I'm the bat, but uh, I'm going to be an ass to you. And he makes a Joker reference, in case you missed that. Yes, no, I got it. Good. I got it. I'm, I'm glad you yeah. did. Uh, Maybe we should tell the audience that you are a Joker fan. Uh, they, they'll find out, I'm sure. It, it's I'm surrounded by obvious. Jokers in this room. Uh, there are a few, yeah. And not all of my posters are on the wall. No. So it'll get worse in the new house. I shouldn't jinx it by saying it in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no new house. We're living here forever. Uh, <laughs> the guy is trying to buy it. Is it being a dick about it? It's it's terrible. So that's part of why we're stressed out and fell asleep. Um, then Superman goes off to save the person in Mexico, like you said. And we get the whole montage of news outlets and late night shows and everyone discussing like, oh, Superman, should there be a Superman? Uh, is he God? Yeah, is, is, he, is he good? Why why do people is react to Superman? Or is he good? Or both. Hey, and I, re- I, I recognized uh, the real uh, late night host, Jimmy Fallon, didn't I? Jimmy Fallon? No, not on that. John Stewart, and that's uh, okay. way later on. Okay. Well, oh, is it? It's it's not in here. No, okay. no, that's another scene entirely. Like, oh. uh, okay, then then he calls his mom for a bit, which is, is very important to you. Yes, yes, that I thought was very important. Yes, he is totally devastated, and what does he do? He calls his mother, like. Every person in the world should do. Yeah. Call your mother. It's what you do. She'd tell you, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom would uh, would do. Do it yourself. <laughs> You're a grown man now. 
<laughs> Quit bothering me. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Damn it. Okay, um, Louis goes to the Pentagon, uh, and she hears that the bullet, bullet is made of some sort of weird metal mm-hmm. that they're later going to use to trace it back to whomever made it. Um, then we see the branded criminal again, the guy who was uh, chained to mm-hmm. the, the heating uh, system, and he's apparently being transported from Gotham to Metropolis, and that's why we, in the same scene, immediately go to Wallace Vernon Keefe, which I apparently only... I'm able to say in, in his full name of, which I don't know why, but it's, it's what I do. He's, he's being bailed out by Lex, and he, he uh, gets out and... Oh, you don't... What are you talking about? Okay, we're, we're in the jail. The, yeah, he's the getting killed. The, 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 the branded guy is getting killed in a minute. Yes. First, we get uh, Wallace from Keefe, the guy with no legs in the wheelchair... And he's oh. told, like, oh, somebody paid for your bail and you're getting out. Oh. And he goes to Lex, and Lex has a new fancy wheelchair for him. Yeah. And that's when, when Wallace... It's going to explode. Yeah. Now, you, now you've now you spoiled it. You ruined the movie for everyone. But there was lead in it, and that's why Superman couldn't see it. Yeah. He's, even his super sheing couldn't... Uh, <laughs> No, it's, it's x-ray vision. There's no x-ray vision. That, that doesn't work. Uh-huh. The, the joke is dead. I'm but sorry. But that I also understood. Good. Mm. Good, good, good. You immediately link that like x-ray vision? Lead. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, now that you mention it, that's, that's true. In my mind, it's just lead. Superman can't see through. And I forgot that that actually makes physical sense. If he shoots x-rays from his eyes, which is not the case, because that would hurt everyone around him. But let's not get into the physics of his of his powers. Okay. People have done that to death already. Okay, so he's, he's bailed out. He gets a new uh, wheelchair and he goes to the senator. He says to Holly Hunter, I can't piss standing up. And I'm like, is that really your... your f- your fucking priority is that what your life depends hey, on. Hey, that's what I thought also. Yeah, I was like, come on. You can pee while sitting down. It's much cleaner, by the way. It, it has a much smaller chance of dirtying up the entire bathroom. Um, um. So then we see a KG Beast again, and he arranges for the whole stabbing of, of the branded guy. Because he... Uh, Speaks with one of, uh-huh, one of the inmates uh-huh, and he stabs uh-huh, him. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. That. Then we go back to Lewis, who Lois, Lois Lane, in in DC, who speaks to this general from Man of Steel in the bathroom. We we seem to talk about bathrooms a lot, but that is General Swanwick who says like, "There's a major outside. Just ask her for an interview." But oh yeah, that scene. And then we get uh, Clark again, who is uh, picking a fight with with Perry, with the newspaper guy, uh, because he's still pursuing the bat thing and not football, Uh which is apparently more important to Perry. And we get the line, no one is interested in seeing Clark Kent take on the Batman, which is already thinking, making you think... That's a joke. Like, well, well, it's a joke, and it's also planning in his head, nobody's interested in Clark Kent taking him on. But you know who else, etc. 
so yeah, it's, it's a nice way of setting that up. Um, then we get the museum scene. Wonder Woman uh, and Batman meet each other uh, at the museum with that fancy party, and she is wearing a glittery dress, and he's asking for the 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 drive she stole at Lex's uh, mm-hmm. party again. Yeah. So, and she's like, okay, it's already in your car. Boys don't share that scene. Mm-hmm. So he goes home, he starts decoding yeah. Lex's drive, and then we have the nightmare scene with a K, as it's usually referred to. Um, Batman is the Dark Knight with a K, so uh. nightmare. Oh! Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the the third dream in this movie, I think. Um, That's this stupid game scene. That is the one you compare to a video game, yeah. Yeah. And it's understandable that it's completely impossible to understand for you. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That is one of those very much inside baseball things that I didn't expect you to completely get. Uh, but I'll try my best to answer your questions, I guess. You said they were Superman soldiers. Yeah, I had to... Like, we knew that months before the film came out because we had seen uh, pictures of the scene. So I already knew to look for, oh, there are Superman symbols on the shoulder pads. And you might not have seen that at first glance. So I was like, Yes, I, I there. saw them. They were red, and but they were black. But they were all like... But they're asses. I mean, symbols of hope. They're not S's. I just don't like it. I just didn't like it, I mean. So we get uh, this this dream where... But why is it necessary for the story? We're we're trying to get into that. So we get this dream where Superman is a tyrant. Please, please do talk. It, It would be really boring if I just did all the talking. Um... So we get this this dream, this alternate future where Superman has become some some sort of dictator, some sort of tyrant. Uh, basically, everything Lex and Batman fear he could be because of his powers. Uh, and yeah, but that's ridiculous. You know, that's this whole assumption is ridiculous. That's why I couldn't relate to it. Superman would never do that because he is the good guy. The problem is there exists an entire storyline based on this idea that uh, he could. There is a a series of books, essentially, about uh, Lois Lane being killed by the Joker, uh, as well as his unborn child, and uh, Superman going off on uh, basically conquering the world Ending all crime by becoming some sort of totalitarian dictator. But there's no crime. And no poverty. It's I'm, like a paradise. Well, there's, there's, it's not a paradise. It's a dictatorship. It's, it's, there's probably poverty and there is crime in the sense that there is a rebellion led by Batman. Of course. Yeah, but I don't like Batman. He's a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say he's very sympathetic throughout this movie at first. Um, he's Ben Affleck. I mean, <laughs> well, okay. Aside from your personal issues with Ben, just not likable. That serves, of course, within the story as uh, 
as as a, as a sort of visualization of what Batman is is fearing Superman could be. And we even get the lines of of Superman in the dream, like she was my world and you took her away from me. Again, referring back to probably Lois Lane being killed in that sort of alternate future. Let's hope it's alternate. Um, and that that's further uh, is is. Again, his that belief is sort of confirmed by the Flash showing up and telling him you were right about him, fear him, and Lewis Lane is the key, and all that, and the the most essential sentence: "Am I too soon?" Which probably yes, yes, you were Flash. Um, uh, so I should probably explain that as well, Ezra Miller. Uh, which you, who you know from uh, from we need to talk about Kevin, which you you love that movie. Uh, I I love that movie. And the perks of being a wolf. That too, and most Richard. recently, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which yeah. I also dragged you to. Um, yeah, I like that one. I know you did. I, I have taste. Like, come on. But he's he's playing the Flash, and the Flash is. <laughs> The Flash is the fastest man alive. And, and he who runs... taught you taste, my darling? Who took you to the cinema at the early age of four? Where you were I don't so know. scared. I don't remember anything from when I was four. I don't know. Could have been a neighbor. You... I don't know. And who took you to the theater? <laughs> yeah, Mom, I love you. It's It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I know, baby. Okay, so the Flash can run so fast he can travel <laughs> through time, which he's, he's known for. So we're, we we can assume that he's likely trying to reach Batman from the future, trying to warn him of something, which is why he's saying, am I too soon? Because Batman does not understand what the hell he's talking about. But And neither do we as an audience. Like, even as fans... We're hoping this is paid off in a, in a satisfying way in the next movie, but as of right now, all it we can do make sense. We we don't know. We don't have the like the full image. We don't have everything we need to know to fully understand it. But within the story, we understand. Okay, Batman doesn't fully understand this, but because of it, he goes ahead with his plan to attack Superman. Because he's like, okay, this is either nothing or it's a warning from the future that I should go after Superman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the, the nightmare sequence, we also have the flying monsters. Did you notice those? Yes, and you promised me to explain what they were. Yeah, those are probably the biggest Easter egg in the movie because there are more more pieces of foreshadowing uh, to that that specific part of, of DC mythology um, there is out there uh, one of Superman's greatest adversaries one of the Justice League's greatest adversaries really um, Darkseid who lives on the planet of Apocalypse which you don't spell like the word Apocalypse you spell it A-P-O-K-O I lost where I am. L-I-P-S. And um, he can shoot beams from his eyes and he's really strong and yada yada. 
that's not important right now. He has these minions called parademons, and those are the flying monkeys, essentially, uh, of uh, of his that we see in that dream. So that adds to the mystery. How is Batman dreaming of something? If it's just a dream, how does he have something in there that actually exists out there in the universe? Mm-hmm. So it's likely not just a dream, which is why we're all trying to theorize, okay, is it a vision of an alternate future? Is it the future? Is that why Flash is coming back? Etc. And we'll get back to that because there are more references to parademons and to uh, Apocalypse and Darkseid coming later on. That That is things you just don't grasp if you don't have that set if you don't have the knowledge exactly if you you don't know all this beforehand you're not going to see it in there but if you do know it it's like oh my god parademons on the big screen and you sort of piss your pants Um, it's like people who doesn't know who don't know the bible they don't get the biblical uh, you're waving your hand around trying to it means I don't don't know the word. I, I figured. Well, uh, you don't get any references. References. Okay. No, not in this movie, but I mean in the normal world. Oh, out there. Pictures. When you're suddenly... 17th century pictures. Well, they're in this movie, too. Just oh, yeah. like in the last one. It's the same director. And he studied art history, so... Okay, that's maybe why. he knows uh, something then. He has some biblical understanding, I assume. It's it's America. They they do have some biblical knowledge. They are all Christians. Very good ones. Like their president. Yeah, not all of them, but... Especially his president. Okay. Uh, we keep going back to politics, or just basically offending Americans. It's It's what we like to do. But we want people to listen, so I'm so sorry. We didn't mean to... We don't mean you. it personally. We just mean you as a species. Uh, <laughs> so we never get an audience. Uh, I'm so sorry. But we have fun. Exactly, and that's that's what counts. Then we see Clark at the office receiving Polaroids of the branded guy uh, mm-hmm. who's been killed, the judge, jury, and executioner, and basically somebody trying to make Clark think more about the bat and how wrong that is and something's going on there. And then we go back to Batman, who's finally decoded the drive while he was asleep, and we find that the white Portuguese is indeed a boat. Mm-hmm. A big boat. A ship. A ship, even. A sh- ship a ship. And um, then Alfred finally confronts him, like, okay, what are you planning to do Uh about this because it's not a dirty bomb. I'm pretty sure you're lying to me. And then he comes clean about it being kryptonite and about wanting to use that against Superman. Which Alfred doesn't quite agree with and get the whole argument about is he our enemy or should we act based on the assumption that he could be our enemy even if the chance is small. And I think it's pretty clear what side of that argument you're on. Yeah. But Batman has become quite cynical after, like, as he says, 20 years in Gotham and not everyone stayed good. 
Hey, Clark goes to investigate the the murder of the branded guy. He speaks to the girlfriend or the mother of his uh-huh, child, at least. Uh-huh. And she also says, uh, words can't stop him. A fist can stop that man. Which, again, spurs him on to finally go be Superman and, and do something about it. Because suddenly Kent is gone from the office and... Uh, Perry White references the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get the whole scene uh, of the white Portuguese and how Batman tries to steal the kryptonite. The whole car chase, which I'm sure bored you to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Superman stops the whole car chase and tells Batman basically, stop what the hell you're doing. I don't want you to be a vigilante. Quit the whole thing. Um, and Batman threatens him and we get all that. And then we get the senator who invites Superman to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Well, That's what I remember, yeah. Yeah. And Superman, again, goes to his mom because he needs advice on whether or not to go to the Capitol. And she tells her uh, him, uh, well, you don't owe the world, this world a thing. Mm-hmm. But he goes. Yeah, he does. He does take that responsibility even if he is not technically... He does Responsible. It. Yeah. But was this a setup from this guy with stupid hair? Uh, what part? That he went there and everything exploded because after that they thought Superman did it. Not necessarily quite that he did it, but uh, yeah, that he was somehow associated with it. But yeah, that was a setup because he bills Wallace Vernon Keefe out of jail, he gives him the yeah. wheelchair that explodes, and he tells him, go to the senator, tell her this, so that this hearing at the Capitol actually happens, and he makes it happen, yeah. So. And he just kind of trusts Superman to actually show up, because uh-huh. he will. We know that. Because he's a good guy. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> he's a good guy. Well, then everything explodes... Well, no, not yet. Like, the the setup takes a while. First, we get the African woman who is in the bus and sees KG Beast outside her home. And she's, like, scared to get out because mm-hmm. she recognizes him from Africa. Mm-hmm. And Swanwick first tells Lois uh, that the bullet was made from a weird metal that's mm-hmm. only made by LexCorp. Mm-hmm. So Lois finally knows, okay, who's behind this whole African incident thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruce is watching the hearing, so he sees Wallace Keefe, and he's like, he, he calls his, 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 whoever he calls from his company, like, hasn't he been receiving our checks? Because he's telling right there on TV, like, I have nothing anymore. Everything is gone. My life is ruined. And he's like, I was sending him checks from the, from the victim's fund or whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently those have been sent back without but likely they've never been received by him because, as we later find out, Lex sent them back. And the senator now knows uh, that Lex orchestrated the entire thing because the African woman went to her and said, I was lying, whoops. So the senator goes into the hearing knowing that Lex uh, has been setting them up. And then Lex is weirdly absent and there's... Bucket of piss on her. Oh yeah, 
on our desk. Because let's be fair, it, it is piss. We can assume that. We prefer it's it that way. Yeah, I, I prefer it to be piss. It's good that you explain it because I didn't see all of this. <laughs> yes, I saw. I'm trying to make make I saw the connections, glass, but I didn't get. Uh, it was labeled Granny's peach tea. Yeah, yeah, that I saw. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Well, it was likely a bucket of piss. I prefer to think of it as a bucket of piss, but that is that is of course okay. But then we got the explosion. Uh, almost. First, KG Beast kills the African woman. <laughs> I'm I'm just being a dick about it right now. <laughs> oh. And and Lois is trying to reach Superman before he goes in and trying to warn him and everything that that Lex is behind it. I must have been asleep. Maybe this is all new to me. I only saw the explosion. You you might have just woken up then. That that's possible. <laughs> okay, then everything goes boom. Fine, Bruce Reed, you let your family die, which strikes a chord because as we've seen the Robin suit before, he did let his family die. Oh. Yeah, that, that one hurts. Let's just put it that way. I didn't get it at all. <laughs> so then uh, Superman leaves after trying to help uh, with the, the aftermath of the explosion. And Batman has, uh, has hit LexCorp. Like we see the, the remnants of, of all that is left of LexCorp after Batman has attacked and uh-huh. taken the kryptonite. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we uh, get... Uh, the balcony scene with Superman talking to Lois, like, oh, Superman is never real, and having an existential crisis, and Lois not immediately saying, hey, uh, Lex Luthor did this all. Uh, Superman says, like, I'm afraid I wasn't looking, and that's why I didn't see the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he couldn't do anything about it, because, because there it was, was lead. Yeah, as we find out later yeah. on. Now, imagine that Superman. that was cut out of the theatrical cut, so people were like, why... What? Uh, did he really not look? And they cut half an hour out of the movie to get one more screening a day in theaters, mm. which is more so a business decision than it is uh, an art decision. But he probably didn't cut out all the violence. Uh, just some of it. Okay, go. Cool. <laughs> hey, action sequences are really expensive to shoot. You're not cutting that out. You're just cutting out important story beats. That is that is the way you do as a studio executive. Um, okay, then Batman is exercising and shaping weapons out of out of the kryptonite and throwing weights around and all that. And he looks at the picture of Wonder Woman and he's like, "Wait, she's old. I thought she was hot. What, she's a hundred years old. What?" Um, that scene. And you were like, "Oh, she was around in World War One. That that was then. That is now." Okay. Yes. Uh, Lex, meanwhile, has entered the scout ship again and throws in Zod's body into the Genesis chamber because he's used the the fingerprints of Zod to get in, which you slept through. Uh. But he used those fingerprints on his own hand and got in. Then he slices his hand open and adds his blood, and we hear that foreign genetic material may create some sort of deformity. We see some, some television reports of, of riots in the streets about Superman, while Clark himself is in the mountains, just walking around, and people are like, oh, he's come to die. And Well, he, he doesn't die that easily, but... <laughs> then uh, 
Lois hears on the TV that apparently Wallace's apartment was full of bomb-making materials uh-huh. and he was clearly behind the attack. And she investigates and she goes to the apartment and she sees that he had gotten groceries just like the uh-huh. day before. Uh-huh. So she is like, he didn't know he was going to die. And um, the Pentagon, the, the blonde girl, says uh, that the wheelchair was made from the same weird material as the bullet, which is really rather stupid of Lex, but uh, it serves as a nice <laughs> way to, to uh, prove that he was behind that as well, and that it's lined with that indeed. So then we have Clark talking to his dad, like, hey, Kevin Costner's back, he's dead, but he's back. Um, oh yeah, on the mountain. Yeah, and we get the the story about getting hero cake while the horse is drowned. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so essentially, tragic. Yeah, like good intentions don't always have the desired effect, and you can mess up, okay. and that's that's okay. But yeah, so sad. Yeah, and did the nightmares ever stop? Yes, when I met your mom, she was my world. Mm-hmm. Which also comes back like three times. Then we have the conversation of Alfred with Bruce in, in Wayne Manor, the burned down building where he usually lives because he has this, this glass loft throughout the uh-huh, movie, uh-huh. which is really nice. But it's usually he lives in a manor, but it's really burned down in, in this universe. Uh-huh. So something happened there. We don't know what. And they talk about the whole legacy thing. And he's just cynical. And he's like, my forefathers were hunters and I'm going after Superman and screw you. Then Martha's kidnapped, Superman's mom. Mm-hmm. Then Batman lights the bat signal, and Lex is like, Ooh, this is the night, it's here. And Lois is kidnapped by KG Beast, and she's brought to the helipad where, where Lex is waiting. And we get the Lolita reference. Um, the what? The Lolita reference. You didn't get that one? He, he greets her by saying, ah, plain low in the morning, Lola in slacks, like the opening lines of Lolita, because she's Lois laying low, low plain no, low in the morning. No, I didn't. I've okay. heard it, but I never read this book because I, well, I, I've i seen the movie. It was in black and white. Oh, I haven't seen the black and white movie. I've seen the other one. But I, I've read the beginning, at least. I haven't gotten through the entire thing yet, but. I don't have that but much time to read. But in the 21st century, it's not a book I would recommend. Yeah, it's it's very much a description of America in, in a certain time period, and that era has ended, so it's it's might be quite less relatable. No, that's not what I meant, but let, let's not get into, into the literature. No, that's the interesting part. <laughs> No, I haven't read it. I don't have an opinion. Okay, that's that's fair. That's that's we shouldn't have too many opinions on things we haven't read. And he he talks about the problem of good and evil, and and God can't be all good and all powerful. That it's that ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How is it? How is that a problem? Not a problem. It's his problem. But I mean, why shouldn't he be? All powerful and all good. I mean, well, there's no paradox. The, it's it's a, it's a. It's if a, you are literally all powerful, yeah, you can do anything. Yeah. Why are there terrible diseases in infants? 
Those are this. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. He can literally do anything. He can prevent that. He can prevent that. He's all good. Why shouldn't he prevent that? Why doesn't he prevent that? That is the problem. Because he wants to challenge the people. What challenge is there for an infant in being? Okay. We are not going into this. Let's let's have our atheist debates another time. Um, so the Batman has to die. That is what Lex asks of Superman. He is it... not Deus ex machina. Who? God. God is not Deus ex machina. No. No, you cannot, you cannot very choose the same. No, 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 no. God is almighty. Period. Then he cannot be all good. Period. No, of course not. So he, he likes a... to send the plagues to Egypt and so on and so on. Yeah. So he's, he's not all good. God. Exactly. Especially in the Old Testament, but in general, yeah, he's, he's not very nice. Um... Then, uh, well, he's, he's attracted Superman by throwing Lois off the building, which is the most effective way, and uh, yeah. shows her the Polaroids of, hey, this is your mom, with witch on her face, and being yeah, tied yeah, up. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we see her in, in the warehouse, and the scout ship starts doing their sappy lightning things. And then we go back to Wonder Woman at her hotel where she gets an email from Bruce. Boys do huh? like to share. Yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman on her laptop. And then we get the little clips of the other heroes, the metahumans, the others like Superman. Where you were really confused. But you're still looking really confused as if you not don't remember I anything don't about remember this. I don't remember anything about it. Okay, we, we first got the Flash again, like Ezra Miller with long hair trying to get milk out of the fridge in, in a, a corner store. He wasn't wearing the suit, but he stopped, yeah. he stopped him by, real, like, by being really quick. Somebody tried to rob the store and you saw him slightly move and lots of zaps and he, then... Okay, then we have the, the, a little, another clip of, of Aquaman. Of the underwater, you you are really not remembering any of this. No, I just didn't get it. You know, I I, I switched off. Uh, apparently, like I got that you were confused because you didn't know the characters, but still, <laughs> I think you totally remember today. Confusing and not yeah. Well, okay, tell me more. That is that is all. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> Did you get very far? Come on. Yeah, um, and we got a. Another one of uh, Cyborg, the robot guy who has barely any body left at first. And he is healed by this box that is called a mother box. And that is another, another reference to Apocalypse and to Darkseid who is coming and yada yada. Okay. So um, Superman arrives uh, at Batman's place and they start fighting. And... He uses two rounds of kryptonite and basically has Superman beat. And then the Martha moment comes up. What do you think of that? Because it was quite contentious. Not let's let's say a lot of fans did not like that resolution to the fight. Martha, 
Why did you mention her name? Yeah. Why did you say her name? Yeah, the voice in Ben Affleck, it just, just doesn't fit. He's a, he's a, he, no, okay. That's my uh, aversion. Um, 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 what did I think of that? Well, I, I thought, well, maybe it'll set an end to it now. <laughs> no, I thought it nice. You know, Martha, it's his mother. Oh, well, then I help you. Okay, so they fight together. And then the monster comes. Yeah. And I, I thought, this is Harry Potter. And then I found it interesting again. <laughs> <laughs> you did like the monster. Mwah. It's also a bit of a long sequence. It's also long. That is fair, but I didn't want to show you the shorter version because A, most of the action is just as long, and B, the story isn't as clear. So I thought, <laughs> yeah. No, but simply because I know you would have had questions like, why are they framing Superman for the Africa incident if they were riddled with bullets? Questions um, like that. I wouldn't have asked that question because now I didn't understand it either. So Yeah, but now I... So there is a shorter version and you're telling me now. I am telling you now. There is there is a shorter version, yeah. And it's a worse movie. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So I've watched a movie for two and a half hours. Now I'm talking about it for two and a half hours. Uh, no, the Whereas, shorter version is two and a half hours. This well, one was, was three. Really? Yes. Oh my. Well, well, three including... Uh, today, the, the, I saw a really interesting movie. Credits. I would... Well, come on. We'll, we'll discuss that some other time, I'm the sure. Months, no, because I don't like to talk about movies that really touch me. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I cannot talk about it. I don't want to. No, but go see it if you still haven't. Manchester well, I like the... It's beautiful. The... the did I like the monster? It 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 came to a level level of absurdity that I really can relate to. Then again, because it's so well, it's just going into the possibility of monsters. And well, I was totally shocked because I will tell all people now: Superman dies. I didn't expect that. I, I should I should have given a spoiler warning. Oh oh my god. So I was totally... That, that really like, totally, took you by surprise. Yeah. I thought, well, he has a hole in his heart, but, well, maybe uh, he, he opens <laughs> his eyes and he, 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 he makes everything whole again. So I wasn't happy with the ending. Oh. Not at all. You, you wanted a happy ending. You wanted him to come to life again. Yes, of course. No one did Batman to die. No. <laughs> no, I wanted no. the monster to die. Oh, uh, you did. got your wish. Yeah, yeah. And they they wrapped Superman in his in his cape and took him down off that like like taking Jesus off the cross. You had one image like that, which I I figured you would have recognized as an homage. But yeah, homage to Jesus. It's it's, it's another parallel. It's it's another. He put him in his in his cape. I didn't see that. No, they they kind of lifted him. Gently down from from a platform higher up. Oh. <laughs> uh, then I saw two funerals and I thought, well, he will come out of the grave again. But he didn't. And then Ailey explained to me there will be another movie, oh my God, next year. 
Th- this from year now. This year or end of this year. Oh God! So I have to watch one again. But he will be alive. It's alive. We, we assume so. Him. Yeah. Batman also. Batman is still alive. Yeah. But can you explain to me why you like this movie so much? Because I know you're a very intelligent boy, man, young man. Uh, person, whatever. A very intelligent person who has seen a lot of movies and very, very good movies. And, and as I've told you, I've taken you to the cinema since you were a little four-year-old. I, I don't think the one I saw when I was four was all that great, but <laughs> that, that might yes, just be... Yes, about Klopp. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was a brilliant movie, but mm-hmm. I just don't remember. <laughs> you were scared. No, but I, I... But, I mean... But I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering, what <coughs> is it that you like so much about this? I mean, Harry Potter, I, I learned through you, and I can relate to that. I mean... Yeah, but some of those movies are... No, Ugh. but every, we saw all the movies and and it and it was not. I really, yeah, I like them. I I got into the world of Harry Potter and I yeah, the world and I can cool. understand why you liked it and why you read these books over and over again and know them by heart. Yeah, but here I I'm totally confused because I don't I I just don't get it. What's so? I I think it's really um, it's quite childish. Like I said, it's for fourteen-year-old boys. These movies. So I want to understand what you like about it. No offense, I, by the way. No, none taken. <laughs> um, I what I do enjoy. I have quite the tolerance indeed for for difficult movies for having to pay attention for uh, really digging in and listening to long setups and lots of dialogue and I can take that because I enjoy having like seeing that there are lots of literary references in there that there are layers that there are things connecting to each other foreshadowing that you didn't notice at first I can tell that this was written by an Oscar winning writer and I I really really enjoy the story. I just beside my entire fandom and and liking Batman beforehand, I do enjoy the layers, the references, the the literacy. Not in the the sense of not being illiterate, but in the the sense of being literature. And add on top of that all the the foreshadowing for for other stories uh, to come in, in future movies that I can get excited for that those those connections are fun as well that is why I got into Marvel movies first because they are interconnected because there are uh, storylines crossing throughout multiple movies and because they they give you something else to look forward to and Another reason to, to stick around until the end of the year. So is that is that a somewhat satisfactory answer? Because mm. I, I 
don't necessarily just think of them as, as superheroes, as, as people in capes, just, ooh, look at them fight, and, and they, they are characters, they, but they are also icons, they're also gods, or, or, or symbolize more than just punching. Mm. And I mean, it's it's an added bonus if the the warehouse scene where Batman frees uh, Superman's mother, if that's like one of the best action sequences with Batman in it ever, then I'm a really happy kid. But that's not necessarily the main reason I watch these. Mm. I'm afraid I don't get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You baby. you don't have to. It's, I'm it's sorry, fine. baby. I still love you. That is that is wonderful. I'm I'm glad you didn't love me any less for for making you watch this. No. I'm 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 sad that you can't enjoy it as much as I do because I think it's 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 a better movie than Man of Steel. I think there's there's more to it, but I do get that it's not necessarily a a pacing that you can can get into, especially if you're not a part of the in crowd, if you're just mm -hmm. someone going into it cold, just mm -hmm. having seen Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. So I hope to have at least enlightened you somewhat of the, the intricacies and the things connecting to one another. Yeah, I can get that if you know so much about it that you like it because you see things I don't see. Yeah, because in, in when, when Lex is arrested, you see him talking to these, this image of a basically a giant monster with again three boxes the mother boxes mm -hmm. and we have another reference oh like he knows about apocalypse and that's why he's letting them arrest him probably because he doesn't care anymore he knows that dark side is coming and when batman talks to him in his cell he's warning him of the bell has been rung the god is dead some something greater is coming now that superman is gone the earth is, is free for the taking essentially and the, the weird sound he makes <laughs> symbolizing the bell has been rung the, the ding 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 that's mm -hmm. the sound that um, the teleportation method that uh, beings from Apocalypse used the boom tube that's the sound it makes so it's all of those you little see all things all kinds of things I don't see yes it's it's all interwoven it's all in there and uh, yeah I, I I enjoy this this shit like yeah Maybe a Joaquin Phoenix would be a nice Batman. Yeah, I, I can see that. Okay, okay. Because he can change into so many characters. He's a good actor. And I like him. That's, that's a good enough reason for me. Yeah, and I don't like... You don't like them. We, we know. We But know. Casey, Casey is great. I think you'll be very happy to hear that Ben Affleck will not be directing his own Batman movie. Good. He's still starring in it. You're still going to see his face in it. but People go and watch Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm, it, it should probably win the Oscar. I think it... I'm, I'm forgetting all the nominations now, but I'm pretty sure he was the best actor, yeah. It should be. 
he should be the best actor. If there's any actor nominated who's better than him, well, they shouldn't exist. Um, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, uh, Domination was good too. But that was last year, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it's longer. Yeah. Long, long time ago. In a land far, far away. Um, I think that that's all right. Did you ever see The Wizard of Oz? I've never seen The Wizard of Oz, no. It's also an hour too long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's one of the first uh, uh, color. Uh, yeah. Technicolor. That that I know. Yeah. And not Technicolor, it's before Technicolor. They, it was colored in, I think. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... Vibrant, at least. I, I've, I've seen parts of it, and I, I knew that it was some sort of new... I thought it was Technicolor, but I might be... That could also be Technicolor. We, we yeah, might probably. be mistaken. Okay. Probably. Not not the most important thing, probably, to remember. So, when do I get to talk about a movie I like? Whenever, like, whenever you like come to, up with... I don't with like to one. analyze movies. Yeah, that, that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But if you come up with something uh, you you want to force on me, then sure. Steal the remote. Go ahead. Okay, but not today. No, we'll, we'll hear from that. There is there is another movie coming after this that you've given me a keychain from, and I'm not yet sure if I want to sh uh, make you see it because a keychain. Yeah, it's in the class. What did I give you? A keychain. Oh, keychain. Oh, what? <laughs> Good job. Um, Good morning, America. I'm sorry, I'm a bit tired. Yes, I gave you a keychain for the yeah for them all these uh, superheroes together. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, and so now I will talk English like most uh, Dutch people do. Um, it yes. is. It is very a good to hear. Yes. Yes. It's yes. A keychain. Anyways, I'm I'm not sure if I'm Suicide going to... Squad. Yeah. Yeah, I like and to see that because I like the um, the music, the motor, um, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Yeah, that I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that CD because I kind of played it way too much those weeks. Yeah. But I, I wasn't sure. But we'll we'll get into it because the music is great. But it's it's not awesome. as good of a movie, and it, but it's a lot more fun. So maybe you'll enjoy it more. Ironically enough. I'm really curious to see, but I, I wouldn't have, because it's, it's somewhat more superficial in a sense. It has less layers and difficult stuff. So it's, I'm, I'm, it wouldn't have been the first thing on my mind to show you, to try and convince you that these movies can be more than just action filled fun. But we'll, we'll see what you think. Okay. <laughs> I think we both, uh, have quite the urge to go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. So, um, everyone have a, have a merry Tuesday or whatever it is today. And, uh, see you next time. And spread the word. It's fun to listen to us. I'm, I'm sure it is. I just turned the page with my notes and mom did not look happy. Uh, but we'll, we'll try to hurry up.